0: hello everyone and welcome to the bootstrap founder podcast my name is avid karl and i talk about bootstrapping entrepreneurship and building in public this episode is called building in public and legacy first a word from our sponsor microacquire is the number one startup acquisition marketplace and it is simply the most efficient way to sell a startup when you're ready to make your next move And typically as a first time founder, you have no idea what you're getting yourself into when you go through an acquisition and microacquire wants to change that and they empower founders when they're speaking with buyers and really help streamline the process of getting acquired for the maximum price without getting any headaches. Now, the traditional routes of selling a business can be quite confusing and challenging. The goal at Microacquire is to eliminate that by building innovative tools for buyers and for sellers that allow for an easy, trusted, and transparent acquisition process for everybody involved. To date, Microacquire has helped hundreds of startups successfully get acquired, and they have facilitated millions in close deal volume. Their platform includes a robust community of over 100,000 buyers. And they have thousands of startups currently listed ranging from just $5,000 in price to 25 million or more in asking. So founders get free instant access by creating a profile on MicroAquire while staying totally anonymous. And that is quite helpful when you're just getting your feet wet there. So if you're thinking about selling a startup, you'll want to check out MicroAcquire. go to microacquire.com to learn more. Now let's get started. Philip Larkin, the renowned British poet famously decreed on his deathbed that all of his diaries should be destroyed during his life. He even wrote five full length novels and then burned every single one of them right after completion Larkin allowed nothing but perfection. And meanwhile, I regularly share the most crudest of drafts of my work on Twitter. I talk about my mistakes and I share the hardships of building businesses. There are a lot of half rejected thoughts on my Twitter timeline. Definitely not the finely honed craft of a poet. So if someone were to trace my social media history long after I'm gone, provided that we still have the records and the means to access them, they'll find a few finished works in the vast sea of experiments. Now, which one is the kind of legacy that I want to leave behind? The curated showcase of refined masterpieces or the brutally honest, and maybe even somewhat mundane view into my laboratory, my den of creativity with rejection and failure all over the place. Legacy is a complicated construct. It's an externalized view of yourself, a projection of who we expect to be remembered as by others who we will never meet. It's a selfish desire, sometimes maybe vanity, maybe just a fear of not having mattered, but no matter who you ask. The parent who see themselves and their children, the artists who thrive on changing culture with their creations or the school librarian that makes the world more accessible to eager minds, curious people, one book at a time. We all want to make a lasting impression on the world we inhabit. When I was an employee, I didn't really consider this question much. Work was work, a means to an end, and my passion, my purpose, not that was something that I was searching for in my private life. Starting a business has really changed all of that. In a short few months after co-founding Feedback Panda, a SaaS business that helped online English teachers to just be more efficient at their job, I quickly understood that the path to my legacy would be one of empowerment, of teaching and lifting up others to reach their most ambitious goals all by themselves. And it was a very visceral experience. I had several customers reach out and thank me for building a service that allowed them to make enough money to escape needing a second job. And this was the best kind of cancellation notice that I ever saw. When you help someone pull themselves out of a dire situation into more stability for themselves and their family, you won't be sad to see them go. But being able to do this required a business to succeed. We needed a profitable business to empower these customers, and if Feedback Panda hadn't been able to sustain itself, we couldn't have empowered thousands of teachers as we did. We needed to have a somewhat finished product to make a difference for the people using it. And while you try to figure things out, there is little chance for legacy that way. Or so I thought, because I had not heard of building a public at that point. And that quickly changed after our acquisition. And in retrospect, I would have loved to share the journey of our business while we were building it, because building in public is a shortcut to legacy. Building in public turns you into a teacher for your peers, not just for the admirers of your eventual success. If you share your entrepreneurial journey from the start, you leave traces intentionally and unlike Larkin who destroyed all of his writing that he deemed unsuitable for publication. A builder in public doesn't need a perfectionist filter around their work. Everything along their journey might have value for someone with similar ambitions. If you talk about your business decisions, you will help people struggling with their own choices. When you talk about how you interact with your prospective customers, you motivate other founders who wonder how to approach theirs. Even if you just found a new shortcut in the software tool that you're using, sharing that might speed up the days of hundreds, if not thousands of others who use the same software, just like you. Building a public is the antidote to the fear of not leaving a legacy. And I feel this every single day. I receive dozens of messages every day, and many of them contain a thank you note for something that inspired or motivated or instructed someone on their founder journey today. Long before I have to consider any deathbed scenarios, I already know that my work has impacted others because they tell me. And it's not just my finished and polished work. Founders tell me that one particular tweet, for example, made them change their minds or that a reply to their question in a DM gave them the courage to commit to a project that they weren't sure about. And I see this happening for many other founders who build in public. They make a measurable and immediate impact on the lives of other ambitious entrepreneurs. And this ambition lies at the core of building in public. If you build something and you talk about it, you can't avoid showing that ambition. The act of sharing is a brave act of ambition. And just this public display of ambition alone leaves traces that people are looking for, students hungry to learn. They will resonate with any teacher, not just the one that educational institutions placed in front of them at some point. If your teacher is also your peer, just a bit ahead of you on their own journey, then learning becomes part of your story. And if you follow the journey of a fellow founder, their story gets interwoven with yours, particularly when you connect with them and build a professional relationship. And these relationships are the foundation of legacy, more than products, and they definitely are for me. And I'm not alone. Many people see their legacy as something they actively create and nurture, not a vain glorious end-of-life list of accomplishments. It's more about building a legacy than having built one. And I don't care how many books I sold or page views I had in any given year, but what matters to me is the number of kind messages that I receive from people whose lives I had the fortunate opportunity to affect. And that's why I open up my writing laboratory to my social media followers every day. That's why I share what I'm doing, the thoughts, the choices, the mistakes, and all these little wins along the way. When it comes to my work, I don't mind running the risk of people ridiculing my drafts while I write them. I'd rather share substandard work that others can learn from in the hopes that in the end, the work and the process combined create sufficient value for my readers, And my founder peers, I certainly wouldn't do what Larkin did and burn my drafts before they see the light of day. I don't really think that's a good idea for a builder in public. I want to teach through my work and the process that made it happen. I build in public because I know that somewhere out there, someone is just one crudely tweeted inside away from writing their own book or starting their own business, and that's what I want my legacy to be. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Boots Up Founder podcast. You can find me on Twitter at A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. You'll find my books, Zero to Sold and The Embedded Entrepreneur. And my Twitter course, find your following there as well. If you want to support me and the Boots Up Founder podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.